We are creating a platform for those who are curious, one that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is the Working Artist Project. Uh, for those of you joining us, we're joined by the amazing Kiana Linnell, uh, amazing vocalist from New Orleans, the greater New Orleans area. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And we also yeah. got Mr. Darian Douglas. Welcome, welcome, Kiana, welcome. Self, self-proclaimed Uno master champion. <laughs> of the universe, the multiverse. <laughs> of the yeah. universe, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uno, before we, Uno's not that big of a, like, Uno's a game of chance. You do know that. Well, right? oh, no. Whoa, we can talk whoa, about this later whoa. because it's not. This is going to turn into a heated discussion already. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not like it's chess. Uh, actually, it's, it is like chess. It's, it's, a, it's a game of skill and cunning. Uno? Okay, yeah, Uno. all right. So you that just, means you have all these horrible house rules that nobody likes. No, 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 no. <laughs> Pretty we, much. We, we, we agree on a rule. That's exactly what time. that means. Oh, see, see, this is the problem right here, man. Black people. See, exactly I'll let you add that. <laughs> How y'all doing today? She's just keeping we it doing, real. We're doing good. I appreciate that. We're doing good. And um, yeah, so this is the Working Artist Project. And the Working Artist Project has been going on now for a long time, man. What, three, four years? You the most important guest What's we've that? had ever. Oh, stop. You say yeah. that to everyone. I know you do. For the it's record, all right. He, it feels he good. He hasn't said that hey. to anyone. <laughs> Today. Today, mm. right, right. I know you've, you've learned from the best, Greg. I know how to say something without... We don't say that to anybody today. He has not said that to anyone, period. No, Kiana's one of my favorite I know, people. No, no, I'm going to say that you guys have all been to the same school of entertainment that I have been to. Ah. Um, <laughs> And as in those schools, you learn how to be an inner, not, you know, the business is not just what you play. It's how you bring those people that are listening to you into what you're playing. So I know you've been around the same people, Reverend Paulin, um, Hollywood, uh, uh, who else? Um, uh, Roger Lewis, that are yeah. some of the best entertainers in the yeah. world. Not only musicians, Absolutely. but also entertainers. So I know y'all have picked up all the tricks of the trade. <laughs> you make somebody feel so special today. <laughs> yeah, you know. We learn. We definitely learn from all those guys. I'm picturing you can't like put a, that on me. An infomercial <laughs> with all these cats, like trying to sell their like six week uh, entertainment workshop. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey man, they should do an entertainment workshop. All those dudes are they masters. Should. It's important, man. Right. That's a whole different yeah. skill that people don't even really pay as much attention to. And I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a, I want to be a, a well rounded musician. So, yeah. Why is it important to be a good entertainer? I mean, you know, since since you brought it up. <laughs> We don't buy our stuff. Y'all don't. Y'all don't buy. Y'all don't. We don't support each other like the fan. You're, we're not fans. We're only. And I'm. I'm just gonna speak on. Let, let's see. Want to get to the real? Just get to we're the only real. checking each other out. <laughs> we're only checking each other out to either inspire us to go do something else. Like if you go, you know, when we're checking out people who are our contemporaries, it's like, oh my god, they're doing this. It's like putting this fire under you. It's, um, you know you're checking them out as an artist, but you're not like listening to their music every day. You're not fangirling out over people who, I mean, you might be, but you know you're not. You mean the people tell who me, are our you, fans? Are you, are you telling me you haven't, you didn't buy my CD? <laughs> Yeah, she ain't buy your CD, no, I bro. bought your CD, but am I listening to it every day? No, no, listen, I do support my friend. I'm I'm not saying that. I'll support you, but am I like on Greg's page every day? Like, where's Greg today? No. I mean, I might go see what Greg's working on. Oh, Greg's shedding. Let me go back and shed. Like, what's Greg shedding on? But I'm not a fan. I'm not, you know I'm not a fan. You know you're not my fan. We, we cool. We love each other. But you have to entertain the people who are going to come give you $10 every week. Not, I'm going to support you because you're my boy. I'm going to try to put you on. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, but I have my, I'm trying to curate my own fan base. Mm -hmm. You know? Absolutely. I was thinking about you this. You got to bring those people in your world. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about just this concept recently because a lot of times musicians get caught up in what other musicians think about them or what another musician says. Or you're nervous because so-and-so and, -so and XYZ, but they don't actually matter. It's the person who don't know nothing about music 
who right. showed it to you. It's, the, it's that ran, it's that person. That's that's what's important to keep around you are people that have no idea. Because sure, you want to keep around people who can mentor you and mold you and keep you like true to your game. But you also want to have that unknowing, free-spirited person that just feels and has no idea what a major seventh is and is like, oh my God, that last note you sang was like, and you're like, <laughs> that's the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like if, yeah. it's, if it's not reaching that person that doesn't have any idea what you're doing, it's, it's no point. You don't, we're not paying each other's bills. We're not, I'm sorry. What are we supposed to be talking about today? <laughs> this, is, this, is it. this is it. This is it. I'm not paying, especially right now during a quarantine. There, when the last time I cash apps you, Darian? When last time we went to work? last time we went to work? We ain't been to like work five months ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the people who are supporting you are the fans, and they're the ones who need to be entertained. And I'm not saying sell yourself short on your artistry, but you have to pay attention to what they're responding to. You have to not just be so. It's a it's a it's a delicate line that we and and I'm I'm not. I'm I'm different. I can only speak for me. You know what I'm saying? Some people are like, F them people. I'm here for me. I'm going to turn my back. And it, you know, cool. Do your thing. I like money. <laughs> and, and I, want, I want them to come back. I want them to feel. But if that's, but in, and again, no, nah, I'm not going to say it like that. If that's the space that you're curating and that works for your audience, cool. Figure out what works for the people that with you and and you do that and be true to yourself but don't forget that they're there don't forget that they're a part of that journey with you that's all i'm saying yeah that, that's you got me thinking like how is it that you maintain your center and always be true to yourself you know what i mean like when you're getting on stage it's like you gotta be kiana but sometimes right. you see struggle. artists and you're like you it's a struggle trying to be somebody else but who are you it's a struggle you see me backstage i'm like wait what song should I do? Oh, they might like this. We're in this city or I'm going to change the set list. And y'all be like, Kiana, do your thing. <laughs> like, stop trying to change the set to fit. But it's a it's a constant pressure, you know, or it, depending on what part of the country you're like, oh, they like more smooth jazz. I don't want to do, let's not go swing, swing, swing because we don't want to lose them. And you really just have to know that what you're doing is what you're supposed to do. And, and, and that, I'm not saying that it's, I'm, I struggle with this now. Like, I'm still like, okay, have faith and like build it and they will come. Because if you sell out and do the things that you think they're supposed to be doing, you're going to get tired of doing that. And those people are going to see right through you. And one day you're going to be like, I don't feel like doing this no more. And you're going to lose them anyway. So you might as well start doing what you want to do now. Curate that base now. Build them, grow with them. They're going to love you. And, and, and even the people, even when you're trying to figure that out, they know you're trying to figure it out. They're here for that journey because they deal with your artistry. They see the soul of you coming out through whatever you're experimenting with. And as long as you're, I, I mean, I, this is all my opinion. <laughs> as long as you're honest to them with about what you're doing, you know, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to do this and, and not trying to sell them on something and this, that's not genuine, I think they'll deal with you through those changes, you know? Like, I, I, I just think they will. It's just my two I, I think I think that's a beautiful <laughs> thing, too, because, like, again, like, having that connection with your audience is, 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 is going to support whatever it is you decide to do in the future. It's going to support your now. It's going to support your, your tomorrow. And yeah. um, I feel like there's, like, a, a big, I call it one of the jazz myths, and it's like, you know, if you got people at your, at your show loving what you do, it's like, or, or there's some type of like, uh, a lot of jazz musicians have pride and find like a sense. It's like, it's just like, oh, you know, what I'm doing is so good. No one likes it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there's so many, like, like my music is so cutting edge. It's like, it's just like, they don't get it. They were just too, like, you're too stupid to get it or something like that. And that, that like, is like a mark of like, I don't know. Again, that's, that's playing or... to other musicians. That is somebody that's playing other musicians. That's somebody that's trying to make somebody that is affluent respect them. And you could mm. gain that respect at a, at a recording session or at a jam session, or you could gain that respect by writing a piece and send it to them to play on. Like there are other ways to get respect from musicians 
rather than having a show that nobody can relate. I don't, I don't think me personally, I don't, I gain more respect when somebody sends me, man, Kyrie, <laughs> Kyrie sent me a song the other day and I was like, I, where do I even start? <laughs> I don't even know. What am I, so, I? I had to call somebody to help me do the song. And I was like, whoo, like that's respect. Not like going to a show. Like that's not the time. I don't know. This, these again are my Kiana-isms. It's, it, well, let's say there's different times. If it's your show and that's what you do, do what you do. If you're on my, if you come to play with me, you might want to fit into what I'm doing. That's a whole nother subject though. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah, but if that's what you do, I mean, you got to be true to what you do, but then you still have to think about, I mean, in a real world, are you going to be able to provide for yourself doing mm. that? Mm. You know, and that's why I feel like some people get caught up in like, no, this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. But if ain't nobody really checking for it, you may have to adjust. And, and, and it may not be change what you're doing, but how you're delivering it. Yeah. You know, it may not need to be a whole set of that. You may need to have a micro set within your set that's like, y'all, this is what I'm feeling right now. Boom. And then people are like, okay, let's digest that little piece versus an hour, 90 minutes of that. And they'd be like, what the, but if you just go there, you know, you gotta, you gotta bait the people treat, you gotta feed, food feed them. You know, you like, you don't start your baby on broccoli. You'd be like, oh, broccoli. You just gotta give them a little broccoli and they mashed potatoes with some gravy on it and they'd be like, okay, it's a little crunch in this potatoes right now, but I'm gonna eat it. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. the same thing with your fans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a good point. Like, I think a lot of times, especially up here in New York, you know, cats come at you with everything, a whole set of nine, 13, eight. And like, you know, you look up and it's like a mi mixed crowd, by the, the third song, all the women unleft and you know- Come on, because <laughs> like, this is the thing. Like, you gotta remember people, people are coming to be entertained at the end right. of the day. People have had a long day at work. They've had a long day with their partners. They've had a long day with their kids. They've had a long week, a month, whatever. And they need to feel a sense of, uh. mm -hmm. And if you're playing all these odd meters and all this fast, fast, and, and everybody's like, dang, dang, dang. what you mad at? Who made you mad? Like, can we have something that we're gonna connect on and be like, yeah. You know, like at some point you have to give their soul something they can connect to. And you have to pay attention to that. If you see the crowds just dropping, come on, bro. Yeah. If you want to eat, you might want to, you have to adjust. You can't, like life is about, for me, my biggest lessons, I, I mean, this is one of the things I live by. You learn from every, every interaction is an, is an opportunity to learn. And you're either learning what to do or what not to do. Every single interaction that you have, you can take something from anybody that you come across, anything that you go through. You need to store that knowledge and not just walk around blindly doing the same thing over and over again. You can't do sets like that and then look and be like, well, I don't know why well, I can't get booked. Because the last time you were here, everybody left. The bar went, right. you know what I'm saying? Like you... But that's not saying don't do what you want to do. That's saying that setting may not be it. Yeah. So that's not saying change who you are. That's just saying in that type of setting, that ain't it. Where, but where can you do that type of show that you're trying to do? You know? And if, if you can't find it, curate that space. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This, this, is, this is good because I've been thinking about, and me and Greg have had a conversation about this, but just because of COVID and everything, the pivot. And I think that every artist has had to think, at least think about it. And most of us have done some type of pivot away from what we were doing because it's not available. Or we're sitting here with the ball. Wait, which I know I got to pivot, <laughs> but I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. I think even watching other people pivot, like, is that working for you? I'm not, I ain't about to turn yet. I'm, I'm gonna still hold the ball. I don't know. You know, like, you ever seen, if you play basketball, it's that one kid that holds the ball and be like, I don't wanna turn, but you gotta go somewhere at some point, you know? And I, I, I'm kind of like waiting <laughs> and watching. Okay. I don't know, it's, it's, it's complicated. It's very complicated. You know, it's, it's really hard to know like what, what the next move is too, because a lot of the decisions, you know, like it, six months ago i'm like man you know positive consciousness just do whatever you want it's going to be all right but then like you know they send out a mandate and you're like you can't go outside and you're like okay cool like so there went those plans 
right right exactly so exactly it's, it's, so things are in flux in, in, a, in a big way but and i'm so grateful like i i don't know what i would do darren if i was like in new york like these are things that i think about because i you know your career as an artist you new york la those are places that everybody's like you should go spend some time in if i was in new york the last six months i would have gone crazy like i would have literally <laughs> lost my mind like i can't even imagine what it would be like with hundreds of thousands of people next door to you. you're living in a building with hundreds of people that can't go nowhere like i would have went crazy so I pray for y'all. Like I, y'all are in my thoughts all the time. Like I think about everybody's in a big city because, bruh, these trees are saving me. I, I, I saw <laughs> you cutting your grass a couple times. I was like, damn, I wish I had some they grass. They have to cut. saved me, man. These trees, these bayous, these roads, like this country living has just kept my spirits, my psyche like grounded. And I don't know what I'm, I. I'm not the one. Y'all are strong enough. I'm. I don't even. I don't even want to imagine. I. I. Oh. oh. <laughs> it ain't that bad. We just. We just stay in the house. You know. We just stay Ooh. in the house. I'm. I'm not built for that. I'm not built for that though. I'm built to be <laughs> out and about. And yeah. Well, can, can you speak a little bit about like how how um like living? Li I mean, you, you don't live in New Orleans, but like living just outside of you know, you, you kind of live in the country. You know. <laughs> I do. But, like, I do. Can you, can you speak on like? Cause, cause at the same time, like pre COVID you were traveling the entire world, doing all these amazing, amazing shows under your name. And can you kind of speak on like how, like what that experience is like being a, a New Orleans or being a Louisiana native and not living in New York and not living in LA? <laughs> what is that like? Um, well, or do you, there's do you, several ever, do you ever feel like to take your career to the next level, you have to be in one of those places? It crosses my mind. Um, I think for me, things are a little different because I'm a little more mature. And um, I, <laughs> I've come to the game a little later, you know, than traditionally. Um, so there's some wisdom and some experiences and some things that I can do differently than people who are younger and can't do. You know, I have children. It's not just me. Like, I have to think about the whole financial, emotional well-being of a family unit, not just myself. Um, and so I have to, I, I, I just tread lightly on that whole uprooting my family from the South to go to New York. And I, I myself, like I said, I'm not really a city, city person. I, there's a reason I don't live in New Orleans. Like people are always like, you should move to New Orleans. And I'm like, yeah, I leave my purse in the car. Like, um, that's what I do. I don't, I leave my purse in my car. That's how I've grown up country. I leave my garage door up half the time. My front door is not locked. So I'm not a city person. I'm very like country green. You could almost, if, if, if you, it's a lot of things I was like, Oh wait, for real. Oh, I had no idea. Like <laughs> I'm that country cousin, the city, city mouse, country mouse. I'm the yeah. country mouse. Um, so I say that to say, are there things that I feel like, I feel like there will come a time when I spend an extended amount of time in New York. Like I might go spend some months there. Um, but even me, I feel like I might just skip that and go to Europe and spend some months in Europe versus going to New York. Um, I don't think, I, you just have to know yourself. And the kind of person that I am, I don't really compete. I feel like, I just move, you know, and New York is such a, it, to me, every time I go, it feels like this heavy competitive, like somebody is waiting for you to, for you to be late. <laughs> like somebody's waiting for you to mess up. Somebody's waiting, like they waiting, which is good in some, in one instance, like, because whenever I call a band in New York, them cats be on it. <laughs> they know my book. They know everything. Nobody is slipping. They like on time. In New Orleans, you guys be like, oh, Kiana, we'll get there. We, oh, that book you sent us, oh, we, go, we, we came to rehearse, right? So we're going to look at it now. Mm -mm. It's a whole different ballgame. So I don't know how 
me myself currently right now would fare in that city. But but then, especially where I am, it's it's different because I'm not coming as an unknown person. I have kind of a a caveat that I could kind of flex on, I guess, if I could say it like that. I hope, but then you never know. You know, you never know. Especially and, now. You know, I have my own, I, I I'm here right in New York, and and I think that you don't need to be here, and nobody does really. We just all crazy. Every person in New York is is an insane person. <laughs> and, <laughs> because it's 2020, you just need an airport. You know, we yeah. and, and you need somebody. You just need to make connections in the airport. So if you listen to this and you're a kid, don't come here, man. Go to New Orleans. Go to Chicago. Now I will say everybody should come play in New Orleans. Like if you don't come play, but I, but for New Orleans, New Orleans is tricky, and I love New Orleans. But I would say you got to visit and don't get stuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's some, there's some, there's some. I mean, don't get caught up in the mindset of the Big Easy. You got to utilize it and and soak it up. I hate to say it like that, and I I, I really hate to, especially with three transplant people. <laughs> Like, you know, New Orleans, Louisiana is home, but I definitely, I'm not from here. I have grown here in music and, and grown as a musician and as an artist and definitely soaked up all the culture, all the musical insight and, 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 and information from the elders that are here. But there are some things that don't happen in the rest of the world that happen in New Orleans, but that, that happens in every city. I'm sure. I'm sure there's some things in New York. you like, yeah, we don't, don't nobody do that except here. You know what I'm saying? So you have to keep, if your goal is to be global and international, you can't let the local dynamic or culture shape you so much that you forget that you want to go outside of that. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, I always, I think about it like this, having lived in New Orleans for all that, those years and then left is the greatest New Orleans musicians. And there's a lot of them. They kept their ambition and they kept that drive to get out. Yeah. Also get out of New Orleans. Cause it's easy. Cause you got a gig every night. To get comfortable. Get right. It's very easy to get comfortable in making a gig and not making shows. Right. And not making, you know, a tour versus just having these gigs lined up and gigs, you know, when you live in a tourism based society it can be soul sucking because the and it's where that that artistry line we were talking about before um and and especially right now this is what i'll say right now it's very funny because you know we're usually not home this long so now right. i'm getting like emails about weddings and emails about things that i would ne- like not never but hasn't happened in a long time and it's like people you have to remember like artistry separates you from some gigs you can't go do, like, you don't call Beyonce to sing your wedding and tell her you want her to sing A Ribbon in the Sky. She's going to do whatever. You, if you hire her to, to come do a show at your wedding, she's going to curate a show for your wedding. She's not going to come. You're not going to give her a set list. and <laughs> That's not going to happen, you know? So we have to remember, you have to decide whether you want to be an artist or you just want to be a gig worker. And, that, and there's nothing wrong with either of those things. But if your goals and your aspirations are to make artistic statements nightly and, and curate artistic moments that are from your soul. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen on a, on a gig. I hope that y'all are really understanding what I'm saying. Yeah. But there's a big difference between this is what my soul is saying and we're about to make this statement and we've worked on this and... And again, I'm not taking away from because cover bands be tight, but they're playing. It's it's just a difference. That's all. Those think, of you that know, you know, you know. What I I'm think saying. to I think I think that's like originally why Darian and I really wanted to start like this this project and and basically everything we do on the second line is just because. I mean, you know, like New Orleans is a, is a beautiful place, and there, there's so many so many amazing people and musicians and and artists who live here. But I think sometimes it's really difficult to for them to to get out of the New Orleans mindset um, because because there's so few of us out here who are out like live in New Orleans but don't exactly exist in that paradigm. Right, right, <laughs> right. So it's and isn't it a weird thing like once you because like you're definitely there now, Greg. Like you're gone. Like I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. But it's like when you come back, it's like wait, I still want to play. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you. but it's like you're no longer a part of the city. 
<laughs> Yo, it's and it's so weird because like I mean, for the first time in, in about two years now, like I'm like it feels like home again. <laughs> mm, and it was funny, yeah. like after after doing the the Buble gig for the last like year and a half, like I love like okay, five o'clock sound check. You know, like at four four fifty, like I'm sitting in my chair. Most of the band <laughs> is there already, and like five o'clock, like on the dot, we start playing the tunes and we sound check. Yep. And I went to a rehearsal a couple of weeks ago and they were like five o'clock rehearsal, like six fifteen, band leader shows up. <laughs> and I was right. like, and I was literally like, I was like, what's <gasps> happening right now? <laughs> I'm having <laughs> exactly. That's exactly that's exactly it. And and then but then but then this is the, I, I mean, y'all gonna get us in trouble. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not. I'm not being going able to exist. They're gonna be like Kiana, because then you get like, oh Kiana, oh you, oh you, you this, and you. Th-. No, I just like. But but I think there's a value in like being able to exist and operate in those two different environments. Like again, like if you were expected to start at five, to be able to like, like switch into that mindset. But then like when you come home to New Orleans, like, like I'm I'm gonna make myself miserable if I'm holding myself to that standard, especially like on other people's gigs and things like that. And so sometimes it's, okay. it's about- I'll agree with you there. On other people's gigs, sure. On my gigs, oh, yeah. y'all better be on time. I ain't got time for this. Dude, time is the most precious thing. And, and that, that, is, that is like my number one complaint. That's the only complaint I really have about, I'd be like, bro, rehearsal was at six years. It's 7.15, like, <laughs> don't, don't call me at 6.15 talking about, oh yeah, I just got in a- no hell no. You knew you was gonna be like you knew this, but it's not just New Orleans. People will try no. you anywhere. Don't get as don't as get me wrong. They will try as, you anywhere. As people everybody. will try you, and, but you but uh, this is my lesson to my my because I, I have a lot of vocalists that'll watch. Be the boss all the time, all the time. Demand respect. Say what you want. Call people out. Don't be afraid to say, "Hey, bro, rehearsal was at six. Did you get my message? I know you did." Like call them out and hold them accountable, and then do the five dollars tax them. <laughs> get a late tax. Well, <laughs> the biggest tax, tax is uh, next time you play, cost you don't money. get caught. That's, <laughs> That's exactly right. Tax. But okay, so let me ask a question. Can I ask a question to y'all? Because I What's have up? a question. This What's is up? a question I have been struggling with because I. That's what I would do. <laughs> and I, won't, I won't really tell you. I'd be like, oh, next. But I feel like, am I doing an injustice? Should I say, hey, Darian, it really makes me feel not valued when you don't study my book and you show up and mess up my whole gig. Uh, first <laughs> of all, you, you never had to say that to me. I'm but just saying, hypothetically. No, I, mean, I mean, if you want to, but I think when you don't call them again, that's what you said. Like, you know, it, okay. like Chris McBride but I mean, always. Should, should you tell the person, this is why? It depends I mean, who if the person friends, is. Yeah, if you're friends, it depends. Yeah, Greg is okay. right. Yeah, if you're okay. friends, like, yeah, look, man, you, you, I know you can do it, but you didn't, so I, I gotta go get buddy but, over here. But let me tell you, I, I went through an experience where, like, yo, I, I did that for four years with a bandmate of mine, and you know what, I. Wait, what did you do? You told them just all kind of shit all the time. Like, yo, no shorts on the gig. Why, next week, why are you wearing shorts on the gig? Week after that, are you serious? You're still wearing shorts on the gig? Hey, uh, rehearsals at six o'clock, six fifty. You know, six forty-five. He shows up with like food, and he's like eating food, and <laughs> you know, whatever. And there, I think, I think honestly, I think at this point in my life, like, first of all, it depends who you are. If you actually believe, like, you really want this cat in your band. You, you say like, look, you know, I don't appreciate that you showed up late. My band works like this. We start rehearsal at six o'clock. So you, you know, you gotta be here at 545. Right. Um, I would like you to be in the band. I'll give you one more shot, but you need to know that next time you show up at six, like that's it. You know, okay. th- this is right. how I feel about it. <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get one warning and one chance, that's it. And then you're All done. Right. Okay, but you call th- it out. You're gonna say, hey, this is why, this is what's happening. At 33 okay. years right. old, that's the way I feel. Yeah, this is the way. I, this is how I deal with. I believe that everybody has something, right? And that's true. This is true. So you gotta figure out what is there something, and can I deal with it? Like some people just late, motherfuckers. They always gonna be late, no matter always what. Always late, right? Right. But they gonna know. Like, like if you're late, but you have checked my book out and you on that thing, 
I might be like, yeah. all right, Greg's like, okay. No. That's it's toxic. <laughs> it's toxic though. It's toxic. It is. It, because, it is. Because it is. because then then the bass player who's always on time, he's gonna show up late one day. He's he like, oh man, right. oh man. But you know, like the drummer always gets to show up late, and like, what about me? <laughs> this is true. No, hell no. That this that shit is, is like a disease, man. Like you it gotta is. cut that shit it out. Is. I'm, I'm, I run. <laughs> yeah, when I run my band, I just I like the cats, that, and my wife is always like, "Why you don't get somebody?" Not? But I like the cats who I like, and I just do because, with all and that's shit. important because the yeah. chemistry that you have, the the way that you communicate with them off the stage, on the stage, it all intermingles, you know. Yeah. So you don't want to be mad at the drummer for being late, right? And then no, you gonna sure. think he's off. Uh, the whole night you're gonna be like oh he, he missed that like you're gonna be yeah, analyzing yeah, yeah. <laughs> overly critically everything that that person does so yeah. you want you want to have a good relationship with the band and the rapport is really important so but this so and that's like a struggle I have as a touring artist and having you know as an emerging artist and mm-hmm. budgets and like you know I have like a, a east coast group of cats I got a midwest group of cats I got a group yeah. of cats in New Orleans and then I have if I got budget, like we all come, you know what I'm saying? So I had a European band. And so it's hard to make those concessions for people when I'm just like, I'm just hire somebody else because I don't really have a quote unquote band. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's different because you got it. You need the cash to hit it. I need the best at every at every possible. Like we only have three hours in the next three days. So I don't need to be worried about you not checking out my book and being late to rehearsal. Right. Absolutely. Don't be Hollywood. Don't be Hollywood on my gig, bro. I guess that's Don't like, that's the, the art of being a leader too, is like being able to navigate personalities so that, you know, cause I mean, cause the thing is too, that really sucks is like, you know, you go on tour and you brought your dude in New Orleans who's late all the time. You know, the flight is at 8.30 no, no. and cat, cat misses the flight and now you're fucked. <laughs> No, sir. No, sir. Yeah, like, we are not playing those games. He's not no. coming, first of all. You get one shot. You get one shot. Because who's not paying to change these flights? Right. Is me. I don't I don't have that's not in the but this is an emerging artist. This is what it is. Emerging. <laughs> this 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 red line is 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 definite. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? My mortgage has already been paid off of that extra. This is the line. <laughs> so, I'm going to need y'all. There's no it's a hard line like no. There's nothing else going into this. Period. Yeah, did you, did you say you just made extra? <laughs> I will give you my food before I know. Look, I just won't eat, bro. We cannot right. go over this budget. <laughs> so, um, no, that all, all of that plays a big part. Those of you listen, responsibility. Like I look at a total person, and sometimes you will make a concession on somebody's like killingness, as people will say, like, oh, this is the most killing person. But you're not a responsible adult. I can't trust to bring you on the road with me. I'll pick somebody right. that's responsible is a grown-up that I don't have to coddle and baby that is going to do their job effectively may not be like earth-shaking. Now, don't get me wrong. I I will be still looking for <laughs> the total earth-shaking responsible person, but sometimes you can't find that, especially in drummers, you know. Oh, hey, wait. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> I just had to jab at you right quick, Darian. I just had to jab right quick. For those of you that don't know, Darian works with me all the time. He's phenomenal. He's always professional, always knows the book, is always like first at the set, sound check. He'd be like, What's up? What we doing? Oh, that's the one that's I'm like, yeah, that's that one. All right, okay, okay, yeah. Look, if I'm late, I'm dead. That's it. I'll <laughs> tell people if I'm late, I'm dead. Just know that because I'm never late, right? Ever for anything, right? I feel you, but I feel you. Listen, I want to pivot though and talk kind of, I want to talk because you do have music on your record that represents this and I, the Black Lives, kind of the Black Lives Matter movement and what it means to you and how you're, you're kind of dealing with that and educating, you know, your kids and students your biological kids and your students about it and, and, and you know, how do we move forward in the music uh, dealing with these issues? Yeah. So what's crazy is my record's like a year and a half old. 
And when I think I've been doing a tribute to black men in my show for the last four years, like whenever like Alton Sterling, like whenever everything hit, like in Baton Rouge, everything was at home, Trayvon, Alton, all that. I just started every show. I started doing some moment of like prayer for the country, for my brother, my cousins, my nephews. Like I just took a moment out of every show because it is a burden upon us to be, you know, music. We are the, the carriers of like, I don't know even how to say it. Like the, the soul of, of the country right now, like the, the art that we express expresses the true emotions of what everyday people are going through that they don't know how to say it or don't know how to express it. You know, we put into a nonverbal form, a melodic form, a, a, a chordal format that expresses those emotions that people that can only write wish they could put into a, a melodic or, or phonic expression. So that's what I started doing. And I would make people be uncomfortable. I would talk about it candidly. And I would sing like a hymn or I would sing like, Lord, why come me here? Or like I do something classical. Um, and so I was doing that. And then the record came and I had, I had been doing Come Sunday and to I wish I knew how I feel to be free. That's where it had gotten to. And so I was like, that's gotta be on. I mean, my producer heard me do that at Jazz Fest. He was like, that's gotta be on the record. And I was like, great. And so then I met, I'm doing the record and I still needed some like something really gospel because I grew up really gospel harmonic singing and uh, we found the song by Joshua Campbell. Terrence Blanchard actually hit me to the video from Joshua Campbell and that made it to the record. I got to go home and record that with my family. Like that's my grandmother, my aunt, my, my nieces, my great uncle. That's my oh, wow. family on that recording. So that yeah. was really special. Um, so that statement, the movement, everything has, I, I don't always know how I'm supposed to be a part of, you know, whatever's happening. I don't, I'm not the most eloquent. I'm not the smartest. I'm not reading all the books, you know, but I know that my voice or my songs can be a message for people as well. And so something I'm really passionate about right now and I'm, I'm actually working on is I, I go to all, I go to as many marches as I can. And I'm, I'm that like, now I'm that like, I have transitioned to being like an, I'm an old woman. <laughs> I'm like that woman that looks at these 18 year olds like, hey, pull your pants up. Like that's me. I have turned into that person. Like I, over this, this quarantine, yeah. I was going, I was going to ride my bike every day and I would go to the high school and run stadiums or run the track. And there were these two young black guys that were there and they didn't speak to me. And I was like, you know, like, I'm sorry, Greg, culturally, black people, we like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> we, we acknowledge each other. And I, yeah. and like a lot of things that we do, I've been like this whole, these last few months, uh, as, as like black people have been given like a license to analyze their blackness and be more black and like be seen being black. That's what I feel like we've had the privilege of, not privilege, but it's like this blanket's like, okay, let's see what your blackness looks like. And so as we've been doing that, I've also been analyzing like, why do we do these things? You know, why is it that we acknowledge each other and speak to each other because we got we had to look out for each other for so long like if i didn't see those two black men and something god forbid happened who was gonna say they were just here working out you know they weren't doing any trouble like who that's what so i'm this old woman like hey y'all just so i stopped the little boys i'm like y'all need to speak to me when you see a woman and they were like oh i'm so sorry so i'm like dang i am really turning into that woman so i say all that to say i go to the marches and I'm like trying to sing the songs that I've heard Nina sing. I hear, I hear on all the recordings and people are like, we don't know these songs. Nobody's singing. Like the marches are happening. People are chanting, you know, there's no song. There's no, no melodic, like harmonious, like choral singing is something that black people have done forever, you know? And, and sure that goes back to the field work and hollers and, and call and response, but it's a sense of community that I feel like we're missing. So I said all that to say, I'm working on creating uh, 
a new, like a new version of Sing Out March On that mm-hmm. is going to be easily accessible for people to like. I mean, it's an easy song already. And I, I almost feel like there's lots of people that are making protest music and music that is relevant to the cause right now. But for some reason, you know, it's not the 60s and there aren't just 50 artists that people are listening to. There are millions. And so all the stuff that we're, all the art that we're making is not necessarily being seen by the people that need to see it. So mm. um, I'm trying my best to curate this piece of media that is hopefully going to cross over enough people that it's going to be a part, not, not even for me, but I feel like the movement needs music. Like it's, it's not there. There's a definite void of music that's a part of the movement right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to alleviate some of that. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Can, I, can, I, can I just I add, said, you know, I know I can tell you got like the teacher, the teacher vibe in you too. Cause you know, back to like the conversation about being late and talking to band members, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. people just don't know, how to act. Right. And so like, sometimes if it's a young person, I, I'm, I'm, I will gauge all of that. If it's somebody that I feel like needs that lesson, I'd yeah. be like, say, bro, and I'm going to get on you like your mama. But if you grown, grown, and I, no, bro. I, and, and especially because I try my best. You know, I have been a sideman. I've, I've worked my way from, hey, y'all pick me. Let me sing with y'all to I can pick who I want to pick to work with me, you know, and I try my best to treat people like I want to be treated like the the way that like when I was doing gigs as a side woman and I had a number in my mind of what I wanted to make to leave my house on Saturday night and I try to always make sure that when I'm hiring people when I'm ta- I if I want to feed people like I try to do the best I can for my people when we go somewhere and so if I'm doing the best I can but I show up, like, just show, do your job, just do your job for me. Like, that's yeah. all I'm asking, you know? Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm not that I'm not grateful that you're, cause it, it's a, it's a fine line because you're giving yourself, you're, you're combining your talents and, and your artistry with mine to create something that I couldn't create on my own, but it's still a job, <laughs> but it's yeah. still work. And you have to be a, a, you know, a, a responsible adult. Yeah, I, I love it, man. I in the book Seth, the Seth Godin book. I told Darian to read. It's called Lynchpin. Everyone should read it. It's great. But he was like, "Don't wait for the right job. Don't ra- don't wait for the right boss. Don't wait for the right gig or whatever." Like sometimes people just have a motivation problem, <laughs> and maybe you should analyze your motivation problem. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I asked though, because sometimes I want like here lately. I've been trying to figure out. But there's this one musician I really enjoy working with. But like we never can get on the same page of like what they want versus what I can give. Um, And it's like, I don't. And so I'll just not hire the person, you know, I'll hire them for a while and then something will happen. I'm like, okay, I got to hire somebody else. But they're playing. I want they're playing sometimes like I miss their artistry. And I just, I feel, I feel like with that, and maybe I'm just talking through it right now with that person. I probably do need to have a conversation of what can, what can we do to make this work? But before I just been like, Nope, next. <laughs> but you know, I think music, you know, it's kind of like, uh, well, I, I'm not going to say what go. I really think it's like. Hey, but- we know what it's like. <laughs> we are saying, tell just, the truth and shame the devil. All right, here we go. But uh, <laughs> It's like love making. It's like making love. Hey. Sometimes it works, but it don't work. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. right. Sometimes like, you got the parts, it, it, but it just ain't. It ain't. Yeah, it's like that part work, but this yeah, so. This ain't. Yeah. So we just gonna have to. We just gonna have to be friends, bro. Like sometimes you gotta be <laughs> just be friends. You know, even with music. This is very true. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 ties into what um I didn't say a while ago about the audience. You know, before mm-hmm. our show, I'm always like, somebody got to make go home and try to make a baby today. So if you're yeah, not, right. if your plan doesn't make somebody want to make a baby, you, that's not my show. My show is about trying to make a baby. Yeah. Happy, love and happiness. That's what it is. There you know, you living each day till you die, being happy that you're on this earth. Like you could not be here. So go try to make a baby. <laughs> yeah. Yo, let's, why don't we, why don't we listen to one of those baby making songs okay. and uh, let the people hear what they missing? Which one do you want to listen to? Um, what about the one I wanted to march in since we were talking about marching? Sing march out, on, march on, sing out, yeah. march on. Yeah, let's listen yeah. to that one. 
Right, it is. So it I, is. I can tell you all my so my secret. This is this is I'm just gonna speak it, okay? I think it would be so hip if I could get Frida and Ha Sizzle to do a bounce version. Oh and yeah, like we second and we second line like do a whole little second line and do. I'm I'm trying to work it. I, look, if somebody knows somebody. That's what you don't. You don't mind. know. Read? You don't read. I do well. Yeah, but I gotta come correct. You know, I just gotta come with the real, real, real stuff. You know, so that's my idea. If we could, if we could do that, I think that would cross. Because it's like it's already got the little. You know, it's got the bounce. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen now because I said it. It's Y'all definitely gonna, gonna happen. Yeah, it's that definitely gonna happen. <laughs> Reed, if you're watching, yo, Kiana want to make this happen. Let's get this money, bro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Not even about the mom telling you. People need something to sing a marching. Like it's about the community, yeah. the community. It just needs to be brought together. Like I and and the marches, like it. You know, singing unifies us. Like communal. Like you know, teacher choral singing. Like when you connect with people while you're making a harmonious sound. Like I don't know if it, it's different when you're playing your horn or playing your drums. Like when you are standing next to somebody and you hum or sing and you're in tune and you're like, it's emotional, it's spiritual. Like it, it's the first instrument that we, it's the first thing we all were able to do together collectively without anything else. You know, when, when everything else is gone, we can join each other in a song. So um, that's my mission. Okay. Yo, we running out of time, Keanu. <laughs> Sorry, it, it went by so fast. Yeah. That, that was powerful right there. Yeah. yeah it's I needed. Think, like you yeah. think about the 60s. I mean, there's so many songs that we can think about. And I'm telling you, I'd be out there trying to sing these songs and my children would be like, mom, don't invite me. <laughs> 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 
And they be like, mom, nobody knows these songs. I'm like, they're supposed to, they're March songs. They're like, nah, mom. <laughs> you gotta educate them, I guess that's them, just though. the vocalist let them know, man. in me. I try. You just gotta and let them know, that's it. Look, and they put their phones on me and I'm like, this is not what's supposed to be happening. It's supposed to sing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kiana, thanks for coming on the Working Artist Project. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. No, thank you for real. I really love and support everything y'all do, everything you do for the city of New Orleans, for the youth that are coming up. I tell all my kids they need to come to y'all's camp because y'all tell yeah. the real. You're giving them <laughs> real music. You're not giving them these, and again, we're staying positive. You guys yes, are the best. Oh, You're some of the best. Some of the best, yes. Thank you. We're honored yeah. we get to hang with you because you you know you inspire us too. So thank you so much yeah, for being man. an inspiration. Thank you. All right, y'all. It's mutual. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yeah, thanks for tuning go in. Like go like and buy. follow Kiana Linnell. Buy there that, stream that. Check my and, website out. And everyone be on the lookout for Kiana Linnell featuring Big Frida coming That's up right. in the next with the bounce. Months with the bounce right? track. Exactly. Wah, 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 exactly. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> exactly. That's what it's gonna be. We gonna sing out, y'all. We about to march, y'all. We about hey, to. That would, I'm that would be it's such a killing hit. sample. That it's would be such be. a great sample on that. Oh, it would be, yeah. be killing. Man, I'm I might make. You. I might make like, that track tonight. It. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a village. I, it takes a village. I don't. It takes a village. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right, y'all. This is the Working Arts Project. I'm Darian Douglas. Gregory Ajid, Kiana. Thank you so much for. The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. Uh, airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. At Shell, we know from the time you get up to the time you wrap up, Good night. there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com.